Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I am going to talk about a different way to think about your dysfunctional childhood by actually looking at the benefits of it. And uh, this is not obviously uh, a reason to give your child a dysfunctional childhood, but it's, um, you know, it can help balance your worldview when you're feeling very regretful and sad and angry about things that happen to you because uh, there are actually some ways that your upbringing was likely a growth experience for you. Um, but before we dive into that, I would like everybody to subscribe. I'm getting more subscribers every day, which is great. And if you do subscribe, then you're going to have access to all of my episodes and more and more of the old ones are going on to subscription only. So if you haven't heard them all, then um, you should probably subscribe now. So anyhow, um, let's dive into the benefits of a dysfunctional childhood. So nobody's saying, obviously, that any abuse or neglect or uh, craziness that happened to any of us was really, um, you know, uh, good in any way. (laughs) But there are ways that these sorts of experiences can, especially in later adulthood, make you different and even stronger in certain regards. So uh, one big one is that you don't have any role models, really. And this can honestly, like there's a lot of downsides, but there are a couple of upsides. You can really chart your own way. You know that you didn't get anything from anybody to Uh, make you successful now you know and for some people their parents were very financially successful and started them out with some money but they still didn't give them the emotional support or the uh, mentorship that other people received so even if your parents paid for college let's say and there's plenty of people whose parents also did not but even if your parents did You know, there were, you, for example, may not have had somewhere to go over Christmas break or somewhere that you were comfortable going. And you certainly never thought that you could come home after college. You definitely had to make your own way there. And when you interacted with people, you were trying not to ever emulate how your parents interacted with people. So you were starting out from scratch, probably from the minute that you left your house, if not before. If you, um, there are plenty of people who very much look up to their parents and try to do things their parents' way and try to be like their parents. And that is a nice automatic default to have to emulate a parent that you respect. But if you don't have it, it does give you some more freedom, honestly. And you could really chart your own course in a way that many people don't think to do. Some people do, but many people from more functional, secure families don't really think to do that. They don't think to deviate from the paradigm that they learned as kids and that works for their family, whether that is a uh, type of career or a way to, um, you know, celebrate holidays or a way to or a place to live or whatever. But if you are from a family that you found very difficult uh, with parents that you you don't get along with, then there are many ways that you can choose things that other people don't feel that they can. You know, you choose how to celebrate your holidays, where to go, where to live, your career. You know, you don't kind of owe anybody anything in a sense. And if you still, of course, feel that you do, if you are tied to these um, parents in an enmeshed way that you feel that you have to support them, that... um, 
you know, that, that can be extremely stressful and something to work on, obviously, in therapy to think about the boundaries that you might want to set or the extent to which you still want to remain engaged with uh, dysfunctional parents. But at the very least, nobody's subsidizing you usually emotionally or financially or physically. You're not getting a lot of help. And this is pretty bad in many ways, but in another sense, as you move through it, um, you can look back, for example, on your children's childhood and say, I did that myself. You know, I didn't really know how to parent in any functional way, and I figured it out, and I didn't really uh, have any help or any guidance, and I made that happen. So, and, and this is for your career path or for even forming a functional relationship as an adult without having any model for that growing up. You can be fully proud of any ability to do that that you have. And if you're not able to do it, you certainly understand why. I have some people that are just really depressed because they feel like their parents had a great marriage and they can't make a marriage work for whatever reason. And I mean, if you don't have parents who had a great marriage, you definitely know why your marriage didn't work. So at least there's one thing that isn't fully, uh, you know, your own responsibility. You can deflect some of it and say, well, shit, how would it have worked out for anybody else growing up in my parents' house? Probably equally poorly. So that whole kind of liberation from the constraints of, um, of doing whatever worked for your parents, because nothing worked for your parents, is one of the benefits of growing up in a less than functional atmosphere. Another one is that you can pride yourself on the strength that you had as a kid. When you look back, if you get to this place emotionally, and I really would want you to via therapy, you could say, you know what, I did pretty good for somebody who whose home life was a disaster. You know, like I did pretty good in school, even if I was a delinquent, at least I made friends or whatever the case may be. You know, I did pretty all right for somebody whose family life was a garbage fire. And you can say, well, you know, my parents struggled with X, Y, Z, and also A through W, and uh, I don't struggle with all those things, maybe only half of them, so I'm doing pretty good. So you can look at yourself and, and admire your own strength. This is a place that you can get to. You know, you could say, wow, look at me, I have this great career, and this, uh, let's say, my parents taught me nothing about how to do that because the, they were always in between jobs, there was total chaos, everything was very dysfunctional. So that would be one example. Another one is that you yourself can figure out like your values from scratch. So you're not taking in what was given to you. Instead, it, you, it can lead to some people in a lot more introspection about what truly matters because you weren't really taught values that you respect or um, all, all the values. You know, everybody learns something at home, something a little positive, you know, even in the worst situation. Most children can have a few memories that aren't terrible, but um, in a situation where you do not have many uh, positive thoughts about values that you were given, you can chart your own course uh, philosophically. So you can figure out via therapy or reading or however you want to engage in self-development, you can figure out who you really want to be, what matters to you, and the values that you want to pass on to your children. It may not be generation to generation before you, but it can start with your generation and go to that of your kids. 
So another one is that people who have undergone a lot of pain and stress are frequently a lot more empathic. They often go into the caretaker fields, you know, like mine. And you can kind of understand anybody that suffers because you don't need to undergo a certain type of suffering to really understand, you know, the majority of suffering that is even remotely similar. So you can have a lot of empathy and understand other people's experiences, especially if they have anything similar to any of the trauma and dysfunction that you saw growing up. So a lot of these people are drawn to being teachers and uh, therapists and doctors and a lot of other fields where their um, empathy skills are called on frequently and they can be better at empathizing and understanding than people that did not undergo these sorts of trials and tribulations. And um, they also usually can understand very quickly what anybody is feeling because that's a skill that children learn in a dysfunctional family is how to walk on eggshells, which is not a good skill for a kid. No kid should have to learn that. But if you're an adult who has already learned it, then you are super good at picking up on people's moods, which could be very useful in your career. And as long as you don't allow yourself to get completely enmeshed with other people's uh, suffering which you know can be a problem when you are a sensitive kid growing up in a dysfunctional family and then you grow up you may not know how to turn down that knob but therapy can help with this to help you set boundaries so that you don't remain quite as sensitive to in a in an unhelpful way so um, hopefully these little um, reframes can help you think differently about your past in at least a couple of ways. So you, of course, nobody wanted to have a dysfunctional family and you may always have envy, sorrow, anger, um, all sorts of feelings about the way that you were raised. But it is very useful. And, and this is from anybody who, you know, I'm not talking about only people in extremely abusive, chaotic environments where social services was involved. I'm talking about people whose parents struggled with a range of mental and emotional issues, conflict uh, between each other, depression, anxiety, trauma, uh, any any personality disorder, whatever the case may be, substance abuse, obviously. But um, so it's for really anybody at any level where you have ever felt like your family wasn't normal and that you were not learning the same things other people did. You may not have, but you may have learned other things and grown other muscles that um, you can potentially learn to see as part of your narrative that shaped you into being the person that you are and a person that you can be proud of now for how you got through that, what you learned from it, and how you can choose to shape your life. So a big part of cognitive behavioral therapy is reframing and the same um, the same exact past, if it's looked at differently, can be totally different. You know, in one of my favorite books, his Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. The man is in Auschwitz and he is uh, using his time there to introspect about the meaning of life and to form, you know, a whole new 
a branch of psychology, existential psychology. So if Viktor Frankl can do that about being in a concentration camp, then, you know, the majority of us with dysfunctional upbringings can also learn to see that experience as something that shaped us and strengthened us, despite, of course, simultaneously not invalidating our own experience, obviously mourning and grieving what wasn't there, and sitting with and accepting whenever feelings of rage or sorrow do come up. But simultaneously, you can also learn to see your past as part of a coherent narrative that is, is an arc of your life. And you are probably somewhere in the middle on the top of your arc of your life, you know, and you want to make peace with all of the parts of your story that shaped you into the person that you are. And you want to have a coherent and integrated narrative because this is what is associated with positive uh, mental health. You know, when you can make sense of your life and things uh, that that were unfair, that were difficult and horrible can be understood differently as part of what made you you and something that you in fact learned from and maybe even can make into something positive moving forward as in the case of uh, more empathy or truly understanding what it means to be there for your kids because nobody was there for you or many other examples like that. So what you really should do if you were my client, what I would tell you to do would be to write down like, you know, three or four ways that your dysfunctional family may have actually led to somewhat of, of positives in you, your character, your strengths and who you are as a person now as an adult and to try to go outside of what you may usually say and also not to be kind of sarcastic like a lot of people are like oh yeah what I learned from my dad I learned how to be quick on my feet because you know motherfucker was always trying to hit me no like you know while that may be like a funny black humor kind of way to to cope with your you know past that's not what I'm talking about now what I would be talking about now is more of a serious what did I really get out of how I grew up even if it was very hard so hopefully this helped you think about things a little bit differently please do subscribe if these podcasts are adding value to you and I will talk to everybody soon thanks guys